As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Maybe you need a little bit of older brother guidance today. You know, you listening right now. And I got to tell you, there are tools, there are strategies, there are habits, there are solutions to most days. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. And around here, we know that life is hard and we got to do everything we can to just make it a little bit more lovely. So it's my mission to bring you great conversations, practical tools and information, and a healthy dose of community to help make those things happen. If you want to find out more, you can go to our website at cultivatingthelovely.com, visit our amazing membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, or by connecting with me on Instagram, which is one of my favorite places to interact with all of you. You can find me at Mackenzie Coppa. Thanks so much for joining me today. Ladies, this is another one of those rare episodes where we break away from the all-female guests and we get a guy in here. Today I have on Brian Dixon with his brand new book, Start With Your People. I was really intrigued by this book because it's a lot of what I've been trying to do with you guys. I've really wanted to focus on getting to know a lot of you better and I've been so thrilled to see that happening. Ever since really we started up the morning show again, it's been making such a difference in the Patreon community. I really feel like I've been getting to know those ladies. We've been sharing prayer requests and having a ton of wonderful things going on over there, which by the way, if you want to be a part of that, it only takes $3 to get in. That's the lowest level and you can be there for the daily lives and everything going on. And you can just go to patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely to find us there. But I've also started doing a twice a week morning show on Instagram. If you guys have been missing this, you need to come join me. It's so much fun. It kind of harkens back to those old old Periscope days, how this whole ship got started sailing. Last week, we did lives all about fending off the stress in our life. This week, we're talking about our cycles. Yes, I'm even talking about that on Instagram. And it's not just like our periods that I'm talking about, you guys. I'm talking about how to handle the hormonal changes that we experience all throughout the month. It's going to be really good. And you know what? I think some of those guys do need to listen because there's not a guy on this planet who doesn't have a woman in his life in some capacity or another. But for right now, we are going to get started with the guy on the show today, Brian Dixon. It's a really great episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome, Brian. Mackenzie, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you on the show. You are one of a handful, a small handful of men who have come on. I'm honored. I know it's, it is, it's a thing, but I, <laughs> I am really excited about your book. Um, a lot of it, well, we'll kind of get into why I'm excited a minute, in a minute. Mm -hmm. But I want to make sure that people know who you are and what you do as we get rolling here. So would you introduce yourself? Absolutely. I, I call myself a clarity coach. So, so I help authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs, and I would even say mom, mompreneurs. So many of you listening right now, you know, you look, you look, at, that, um, you look at that bank account, you look at that, that credit card debt, you look at that mortgage, that bill coming due, and you, and you think, is there anything I can do about it? And my answer is yes, absolutely. There's so much that you can do. We, it's, it's incredible that we get to live in 2019. It's absolutely amazing. There's never in the history of the world has there been a better time to be alive, I believe, and also um, a better time to make money. Like it's, it's incredible the opportunities that you have, but, but here's what happens. It can be so overwhelming. 
right? There's so many options. There's so many shiny things. There's so many people with different agendas. And so as a clarity coach, what I do is I help my clients figure out who's their audience. So who is it that they serve? Who is, what's their message? So what's the message that they have to share? Uh, And then finally, what what are the products that they would represent or that they would create or that they would offer? So Mm -hmm. audience message and products, you know, I'm passionate about helping moms. Moms are my people. <laughs> I know yeah. I'm a guy. And so you might stop listening to me and <laughs> you know what? Stick with me, please. Yeah. I've been married for, for 17 years. We have three little kids, three, six, and nine years old. I'm a work from home dad. And I, I've worked with so many, you know, well-known female bloggers. Um, I've, we've done three courses on mom issues. So, so we did one on uh, managing the stress around holidays. Uh, we published one on uh, on temper, managing your 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 temper in the morning, called the Temper oh, Toolkit, yeah. and we did another one uh, with Jess Turner uh, called Stretch Too Thin about how to like organize your life as a busy working mom. So yeah. moms are my people. So like I, I'm sort of the guy behind the ladies, if you will, you know. Yeah. So I'm really excited to be here. Well, I I had Jessica on my show for that book, and I I know you've done stuff with Michael and Smith, which Mm -hmm. was very exciting for me because I just love all of Michael and's work. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah, so it's super fun to to make those connections and realize that about you, and and realize that a lot of your work is is with moms. I didn't even pick up on that when I was (laughs) actually going through the book, so I was like, oh, that's fun. Um, But I got to say, okay, so obviously. I'm a mompreneur, mm-hmm. you know, I've got my podcast and Patreon and I'm a voiceover actor and, you know, like doing the single mom thing. So really having right. to show up, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it's no joke. And so this summer, as I was heading into summer with my Patreon ladies, I was thinking that, you know, it had been kind of a rough spring and we had these, what they're, they're called cultivating groups. So within the greater Patreon group, there's these smaller groups of women who meet on video chats and get to know each other better, which has been awesome. But then I realized like, oh, I'm not getting in there and like getting to know them as well because they're all chatting in their little groups and the group at large wasn't getting to know each other very well either. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of shifted things in the summer. I said, we're going to take a pause on the cultivating groups. Although I knew a lot of them would keep talking in their cultivating groups and that was fine. But I said, <laughs> you know, like as a group, as a whole, I want us to really focus on forming this community this summer. And way back when, like before the podcast got started, the whole thing that got it rolling was I started doing a morning show on Periscope. If mm. you remember Periscope. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, you know, way <laughs> back at the beginning I had for a year, I had a morning show on Periscope and that's, wow. that's kind of where all of this sprung out of. And Could I be. thought, you know, this is, I need to bring that back because that was a way for everyone to get together every morning and chat together and be in each other's lives. And so for the whole month of August, I showed up every morning, a weekday morning, and we had this morning show again. And now it's continuing. We're moving it into September and we're putting a couple days a week on Instagram. And I have just been amazed to see how things have shifted in that Mm. Patreon group over just a month, really, that all of a sudden everybody knows each other better and everybody kind of knows what's going on in each other's lives and sharing prayer requests and what, what color should I wear today? You know, like, I mean, all these things, (laughs) like these women are really engaging with each other and I'm able to engage with them and have so much better idea of what it is that is helpful to them and what they're looking for out of the cultivating the lovely community. And it is, it has been such an amazing time. And it was right as I was doing this shift and thinking like, okay, I got to get myself in there more and get to know my people better that I got the pitch for your book, which is <laughs> with your people. And I was like, okay, yep, this is definitely very fitting right now. So love it, love it. that's kind of how I, I got turned on to your message because it just was fitting so well. And I think it's something that gets missed a lot, especially with the way social media works and everything it tends to be. And I almost feel like you hear both ends of the spectrum, like just show up and be yourself and do your own thing. And the people who like you will follow. 
Mm. Like, okay, well, that's like one way of thinking about it. Or it's like completely show up for your people. Right. But sometimes it, it can go on the extreme in that way too. And you kind of lose your message or who you actually are because you're just trying to change everything for them. And I felt like your book, because you, you talk to your people, but you also talk to like yourself. <laughs> And, yeah, you're and one of your people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was, I just, I think it's a really, really well-rounded book with a lot of Thank nuggets you. of wisdom throughout. Mm, but you did that. something pretty drastic getting started yep. or how you even realized that you needed to be showing up, starting with your people. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I, I, I would hate to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> because it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Yeah. I can't you know? imagine. <laughs> So, so here's the thing, moms, right? Listening right now, first of all, I, I get it. I, and I, I get it as an observer looking through a pretty foggy window, okay? So that's just my disclaimer out there, right? I'm a guy. I'm a Enneagram type three. Oh, I'm a so pretty, am I. Okay. <laughs> I'm a pretty hard-driving entrepreneur. And, um, and so the heart piece has always been a difficult thing for me. The head piece is what works, right? Like I just, you know, yeah. the strategy part. But I, but I believe each, each one of us, it's really hard for us to read our own label, right? It's, it's hard for us to see the way that we come across to other people. Mm -hmm. And so just as an example, okay, the school just recently started. And so we're, we're driving up to um, the open house night at my kid's school. And, I, and we're walking by and there's this mom like getting her kids out of the car and she's just laying into them, you know, just yeah. like you don't even like just yelling at them and thinking like there's nobody around or like the situation is so dire. Like it doesn't even, I don't even care what anybody else thinks. Like yeah. I'm going for it, you know? And so it's hard. Like I get it's hard, especially as a single mom, like I, I can only imagine. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Like there may be the seed of something that I share and it's your job to grow the tree, you know? Yeah. But here's the thing. We don't know how we come across to people. We don't know how our body language, how our, how just our facial expression, right? How the certain yeah. words we use, these little habits that we have. And if only we had an opportunity that those that are around us, you know, it's called a 360 assessment, those that are a circle around us. So our friends, our family, our clients, our colleagues, people at church, people in our community, if they were given the opportunity to read our label, to say, Here, here's what McKenzie's awesome at. Mackenzie, you're doing a great job. Here are the reasons, here are the things you're doing a great job at. You know, Mackenzie, there, here are a few things that you could improve or what you might call weaknesses. You know, here, here are some things that we see. And then also, if you could just listen, just, just without judgment, without disclaimer, if you could just like, just listen for a second, here's some things that we want you to know that might help. And that right there is a 360 assessment. Imagine the vulnerability, which is yeah. pretty vulnerable. That's why I hate talking about it, yeah. of putting it out there. So, so I worked with a business coach and this is, this is what I did about, about two years ago now, reached out to, to over 50 people. So friends, family, clients, former clients, people that worked on my team, people that I had to fire that used to work on my team. Like it was yeah. uh, you know, a bunch of people. And I asked them those three questions, but, but I gave them a tool, an anonymous online link. Yeah. So they could tell me what they saw, good, the bad, and the ugly, and they didn't have to sign their name. So they could just be as honest as they wanted to. They could be mean if they wanted to. Yeah. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done, but it also just completely opened up my heart to the people in my life and the way that I was coming across to people. Yeah, I imagine especially as a three, that was mm -hmm. that was hard. <laughs> well, yeah, the three, you know, our 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 flaws that we're the chameleon, right? Ah, that that ah. like right now, I mean, even just preparing for this conversation, I'm thinking, okay, who's Mackenzie's audience? How do I need to like what do I need to do to knock it out of the park? You know? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. when I walk into a room, I'm like, okay, what's the tone of the room? Yeah. How can I change Brian to fit in and to and not just fit in, but be the be the best, best party guest, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> be the most impressive person. And yeah. that was driving people crazy. That's yeah. so, so interesting. And you realize like a big piece of that, like a way to shift that yeah. was to be thinking about people first. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I just, I love that idea. And, and you work through in the book, like all the different people that we have in our life, whether mm -hmm. it's the people that 
we are actually, you know, working with, doing work with, or the people in our families, our friends, um, and and even ourselves. And, yes. and how we address all those different relationships and how they can be assets to us and, and how to put them first, which I thought was just really intriguing. And we're going to go into a little bit more detail about that. Ladies, September is National Life Insurance Awareness Month. Okay, most people probably aren't aware of that. In fact, most people probably aren't even aware that they need life insurance at all. That's why 40% of Americans don't have it. But getting life insurance doesn't need to be difficult or expensive. Right now, prices are the lowest they've been in 20 years. And Policy Genius has made it easier than ever to get covered. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for life insurance online. I've been to their website. I've been through their questionnaire. It's so simple and straightforward. Really well done. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. And once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. And once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. And if you're just going through the questionnaire online to find out a little bit more information, you don't have to worry about them hounding you. Nobody's going to be calling you up. They really just want to give you the best picture of what you can be getting to help your family. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. So if you need life insurance, but you just haven't gotten around to it, National Life Insurance Awareness Month is as good a time as any to get started. Go to policygenius.com, get quotes, and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the way to compare and buy life insurance. But I love just right from the beginning what you talked about, about engagement. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something that applies if you're in a business or you're just doing the mom thing. It's showing up for your life. And you define engagement as it means showing up and serving your people. And I just think so many of us, I think it's probably especially moms, you get into the grind of daily life and you disengage. You just kind of start going with the flow and just you're kind of in survival mode. Yeah. And you check out from anything meaningful about showing up. And I think that's when a lot of moms experience burnout because it's like, Mm -hmm. you've tried, you've tried, and it's just so hard. And so you just, you check out and you stop engaging and you're just doing what you have to. And when you actually sit back and think about it, like nobody really wants to be in that place. I think you kind of end up there without realizing it a lot of the time, but it's that sitting back and noticing And you talk about, you know, you just, do you want to be just coasting through your life or do you want to be engaged? I mean, we hear about engagement all the time in terms of social media and that sort of thing. And it's, you know, that interaction with your people, it's more than just the numbers, it's the interaction, but even just having that in your day-to-day life is so important. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and especially for moms, it's, it's hard. It is, it is so hard because you, you want to show up for your people you know, I, I tell the story in, in the book, um, it's the beginning of one of the chapters where, you know, we were on vacation and we're, we're like in remote, you know, Canada, we're at this little lake in Canada and in the middle of the night, uh, we heard a thump in the middle of the night, right? This sound, mm-hmm. this, and it's unmistakable. You know, that's the sound of a kid falling yeah. and our, our youngest, he was almost three. So was, uh, yeah, he was still two at the time. Um, he fell out of the lower bunk of the bunk bed the lower bunk. So not the high bunk, right? The low one, like a foot and a half. And, you know, I'm groggy. It's like three in the morning. And, and so I I go into his room and I pick him back up and I put him back in his, in his bed and uh, go back to sleep. And maybe an hour later, you know, we just have that feeling as a parent, like something's wrong, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I went and checked on him. It's now like four o'clock in the morning. And I realized in that moment that he hadn't moved that because he's a, and he's a wiggly kid, you know, like, so yeah. when he sleeps, like he'll, he's the kid, like he'll wake up on the floor because he was like rolling around at night, you know? Yeah. Um, like even last night <laughs> I went to, or the, the, uh, yesterday morning when I went to go wake him up, like his head was on the foot of the bed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was just a disaster. Right? Yeah. And he hadn't moved uh, for an hour and, and it just hit me like, uh Oh, like maybe, maybe, maybe there's something bigger here. Like maybe there's something wrong. And, 
I'm a pretty optimistic person, but immediately yeah. I went to my, my kids paralyzed. Like, what does this mean? What does this mean for him? Like, what does this mean yeah. for our life? Like everything just yeah. like beyond the, the day, it's like, what does this mean long-term? Yeah. Um, and I couldn't go back to sleep, but I tried uh, to, to let him sleep a little bit more. Cause really nothing you could do at four in the morning, even yeah. if that is the case, right? He wasn't in pain. He wasn't crying or anything. And he woke up at maybe six 30 and just screaming in pain. And long, long story short, you know, we, we were in middle of nowhere, Canada. They had to take a boat to get to us. Like we were just way, way out there. Oh my goodness. Um, and so the paramedics came, you know, they had to wrap him up because they thought it could be a spinal injury. It could be a neck injury. You know, he's screaming the whole time. Oh. Um, it's hours. It is just hours before we have any idea what it could possibly be. They, they, you know, they did x-ray. They, we, we had to go down this dirt on the boat and then a dirt road and then the, the, the longer road. And like, just, just to even get to the hospital and then, and then going through the x-ray system and, you know, we're American and we're in Canada and like, how does healthcare work, you know, as a, yeah. as a non-Canadian family and all that stuff. Um, and eventually they do x-rays. It's inconclusive. They have no idea. Um, and they basically say, we, we think it was, it's like his collarbone, like he maybe fractured it. And, you know, that was it. Like, it, like, and as soon as we got this diagnosis, they like unwrap him and then he like starts moving his legs and his hands. And like, he's still in pain because he, he, he ended up having a broken collarbone. Mm -hmm. But like, think about that. Like you mom's listening right now, like you, you can feel that, right? Yeah. You can feel what it's like when something happens to one of your kids, your whole world shuts down. Yeah. So now go start a business, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now go try to write a book. I, write, I work with a lot of authors. Now, like try to write a book in the middle of this potentially happening any second of the day. Like yeah. it's so overwhelming. It's, it's a wonder like we're not all completely insane. You yeah. know? <laughs> but, but here's the thing, you know, I also, I, I try to bring heart, but I also bring some tough love. I'm an, I'm an older brother to a younger sister, mm -hmm. right? She's got, she's got four kids. And so Maybe you need a little bit of older brother guidance today. You know, you listening right now. And I got to tell you, there are tools, there are strategies, there are habits, there are solutions to most days. Some mm -hmm. days will be the kind of day when your kid breaks their collarbone and the entire agenda goes out the window. Yeah. But you can't live like that. Yeah. And so many moms I talk to don't have a morning routine, don't have a you know, don't have a schedule before the kids wake up. Don't, don't mm -hmm. have a way to reset the day. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. have, a, you know, a philosophy for, for their home that I talk about in the book, your, the tone of your yeah. home. Yeah. And so you're just constantly putting out fires and that is no way to live. So yeah. I'm bringing hope, but I also want to maybe a little kick in the butt to say there are, there are ways that you can make this a little easier. Cause you know, sister, maybe it, maybe you're making a little bit too hard on yourself. Oh yeah. Well, you are, you are preaching my language because around cultivating love, like I am, I am really big on making sure that you plan and prep for as much as you can in your life. And yeah. all through the month of August, we went through a whole thing on keeping your sanity and like the little things that you can do exactly what you're saying, establishing your morning and evening routines and getting okay. your meals planned and like everything that you can do to try to head off what is yeah. inevitably coming. It is those things that then give you more freedom. People always sure. think like, oh, if I establish this plan, then I'm locked to it and there's no flexibility. And it's like, no, no, no. Those are the anchor points that you can come back to when everything's gone off the rails that, oh, we've already decided what our evening should look like. So we can come back to that and be able to move forward from there. You know, it's, those things are so important. I think, especially as moms, like you're saying yes. for keeping our sanity and being able to be engaged in our lives is, is making sure we take those steps and we almost treat our home life. If, if you are not, if you don't have a job, I mean, regardless, but treating your home life Mm -hmm. as your business like you That's there right. are things that you can do to make it operate more successfully and be less frustrating yes and i i completely agree here's the thing you don't learn like you look at our education system i i, I was 14 years in education k-12 education as a teacher yeah. and then a school administrator and i believe the education system is failing you right now like the mom's listening right now the education system's failed you because what it did is it prepared you for a job that you worked for just a few years. Yeah. 
that's insane. You spend 20 years of your life getting ready for, for three, three years. And then after that, the rest of your life, like maybe the next 10 to 20 years until the kids are out of the house, you have no training, no training at all. Yeah. That's completely insane. And, and you know, it, maybe it's because we're trying to be politically correct. I don't know what it is, but, but here's the thing. What if we had a different vision? What if, what if we looked at the life we have right now, right? So, so I, you know, I, I'm a work from home dad. My, my wife is, is a stay at home mom. If the two of us come together and decided to be a power couple, right? And decided to start the, uh, so my last name is Dixon, right? To start the Dixon industry or the Dixon power couple company. Like if we were to work together, instead of, instead of fighting each other, instead of going in separate directions, instead of one person having a job, one area of town, the other person having another job, the other area of town, dying by commuting, right? Commuting to death, being yeah. overwhelmed because the kids are in all the sports, because we're trying to impress all these people who don't even think about us anyway. Yeah. What if we were to get together, right? What if we were to combine forces? What, what if we were to sit down and to say, this is wartime. Like this is a busy, busy season. And in this busy season, maybe we're making a little harder than it has to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, I'm just the math on it. Just commuting alone. Like the, yeah. the quality of life. Okay. So one of the moves we did, cause we've moved like eight times as a, wow. as a, one of the moves we did when we were both teachers was we, we moved from South Carolina to, to San Diego. And when we went out to San Diego, we had all these job interviews and, uh, and my commitment was whoever gets hired first, we're going to live within walking distance of that school. Wow. So that was, that was our goal. And it, and it happened. And, and so I, I got the job because it's easier for a guy to get a job at, as a middle school teacher than a, you know, women. There's, there's a lot of female teachers out there. There's not as many guy teachers. So yeah. guys can generally get hired quicker. But Julie's still a much better teacher than I am. It has nothing to do with the quality of, of work. Um, and so that's what we did. We, we got an apartment that was about an eight minute walk from school. Nice. And, and then she ended up getting hired at the same school a year later. And oh, wow. the quality of our life, the, the time we had for conversation, uh, the time I had, because it was, you know, being a middle school teacher is not easy. Sure. I, I had time to read on the way to school and sort of journal and reflect on my day and enjoy the walk. And then even after a hard day, I had a walk home and I could take my time. And so I think that there are things that you can do right now, moms listening, to slow down, to back up, to get on the same page uh, in order to move forward. And it's a better life. It's possible to have that lovely life. Michaelin, you mentioned Michaelin. Michaelin, this is known as the nester, right? The nester calls it a lovely limitation. And that is so true. You can look at your kids and you say, you know what? Like my three-year-old, he's a lovely limitation. Yeah. So this morning I had books I had to ship out and, and Julie was working out. And so I, I was on kid duty. That's a lovely limitation. What can I do to bring my son with me? What can I do to make this a fun game with him and a time for connection? And we have so many opportunities every day. We just need to change the way we see it. Yeah. I loved what you talked about with that in the chapter on kids and how their limitations in the best way, like you said, a lovely limitation because they force you to make the most of your time. Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly felt that this summer. I was like, oh, dang. Right. I thought I had all these big projects I was going to do this summer. You people are here. Like, how am I going to do that? You know? And so it forces you with the time that you you do have to, to make the most of it. But you talk about, you know, thinking of your kids as a legacy. And, and we talk about that around cultivating the lovely a lot too. Like what are those things that your kids are going to remember in the end? And a lot of it is the day-to-day kinds of things that they're, cause that's, yeah, they'll remember the vacations and you know, whatever, but it's those day-to-day moments that they remember with you. And when you think of them as the legacy that you're leaving, it can really change your perspective on being frustrated <laughs> with the distraction yeah. that they are. That's right. Yeah. yeah, your kids. Your kids are not your liability, right? They're they're not pulling you away from your dreams. They can actually be part of the catalyst of your dreams. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for them, right? Like that's yeah. really why. That's the. I mean, that's why I get up early and stay up late. Like that right there is because yeah. I think about Emmeline, who is my six year old daughter, and I and I want her to have an amazing wedding. And two things. Number one is I want to be the guy to walk her down the aisle. Yeah. Okay, that's not easy. That in 2019, that is not easy, right? There's the mm-hmm. internet, right? There, there's, there's so much temptation to not be the kind of man that would walk my daughter down the aisle. Mm-hmm. 
it'll require me being an awesome husband. It will require me being an engaged dad. It will require more than I have in me. Um, but I think every day is a new beginning, right? And, yeah. and every day you have an opportunity to really show up for people. So that's number one, it requires a better me, but number two, it requires some, some legit finances, like, yeah. like some significant finances for ha her to have the kind of wedding that I, that I dream about, you know, that, that I'd say, oh, like she's my only daughter. Like, let's have this amazing wedding for her. And yeah. that starts today. So, so that's, you could look at that as an, as an anchor, uh, you know, the, preventing you from, from sailing the, you know, the seas of your own dreams, or you could look at that as a foundation, right? And, yeah. and something to build upon and having, having that vision. Okay, you guys, you know that I am a big proponent of meal planning. I think it's so important, but sometimes even someone who's a huge fan of meal planning just doesn't have the time to do it, to get to the store and all of that. And that is when I turn to HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. You get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. The beginning of this school season has been completely crazy for us. And I cannot tell you the amount of relief I felt when that HelloFresh box was delivered to my doorstep last week. Because HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. And it gives you step-by-step -step recipes with pre-measured ingredients. You'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes, which was so important to me last week as I was just getting into the groove of back to school when I could just throw together a great meal we absolutely loved. Their creamy Parmesan chicken spaghetti. I cannot even tell you. My kids were gone for the weekend and I ate the leftovers every day afterward. And you guys, the thing that really blew my mind was the chicken came pre-cut. It was like magic. It was like my fairy godmother had arrived and cut the chicken for me. It took so much work and time out of preparing that meal and made it so easy and it was absolutely delicious. Plus you can break out of your dinner rut if you're in one of those with HelloFresh's 20 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone from family recipes, which is what we usually get because everybody likes them, to calorie smart and vegetarian. And they have fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you know you'll get something delicious. And it's super flexible. You can add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. And you can easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need to. And you guys, it gets even better. You can get $80 off your first month of HelloFresh by just going to HelloFresh.com CTL80 and enter CTL80 at checkout. That's getting $20 off your first four bucks boxes. So you can get that $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, take the work off your plate, say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered by just going to hellofresh.com slash CTL80 and entering the code CTL80. Well, and that kind of brings up one of the points that I, I wrote down that you were talking about is having this life map to prepare for the future. Like, you know, I've talked about, I'm a big planner. I, I really like, you know, figuring out what you can do to make life a little bit later on easier for yourself. And, but you, I feel like you take it even to a bigger place. And right. I just, I really thought it was interesting how you talked about that. Would you talk about that whole life map idea for a minute? Absolutely. You know, especially as moms, it's really easy to get stuck in, in today. You know, like, like before I hopped on this call, you know, Julia said, Hey, we've got gymnastics tonight. And like, my mind was like, okay, let's make sure that like, what's my agenda? How do I get the kids to gymnastics? And is she going to do it? Am I going to like, like the day to day sort of like overwhelm of like all yeah. the things that have to happen. So, um, so in the, the life mapping exercise, basically what you do. Okay. And stick with me. Cause it's a little bit of math. Okay. And I know <laughs> not everybody, like I love math, but not everybody loves math. But all you do is like on one column, you can do this on a piece of paper, right? But on one, on one column, you make a little column and you have your kids' ages, right? So for me right now, the time of this recording, it's three, six, and nine. And then I'm going to put the year. So I'm, at the top, it's going to be 2019. And just for fun, I'm going to put my age. So I'm 41 years old. <laughs> yeah. And then the next column, so one column to the right, I'm going to put 2020. And then I have four for my son and seven for my daughter and 10. So they all just went up a year, right? Mm -hmm. And then I go up to 42. Okay. 
And then you could use the spreadsheet to make this a lot easier, but, or you could just write it all down. But essentially what you get to do is you get to see, okay, when I'm 50, oh, that's interesting. My, my yeah. oldest is gonna be 18, right? Yeah. My, my middle is gonna be 15. My youngest is 12. And, uh, and that's in, you know, that's in 2028. Okay, wow, well, what does that mean? Well, let me add another layer. What about my income? You know, so let's say right now I'm at, just for round numbers, let's say I'm at like 50K a year right now, yeah. or last year, but this, this year I did 52. Well, let's continue that. Next year it's 54, and the next year it's 56, or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And, uh, and so then you can actually time travel. Like you can look yeah. in the future, and, and that's what I did. I, I went to 50, and I looked at it, and I went, wow, that's interesting. So when my son, my oldest, is going to college, I, I want to be a family that, that sends our kids to college debt-free. Mm-hmm. So that means I only have nine years. Yeah. Okay. So that clarifies what I need to do today in order to start getting ready for that. But it's not just in finances, right? Yeah. It's in all five of the F's of our life, right? It's, it's in friendships, you know? So for example, who are my close friends that I have right now? Well, I only have a few. Okay. Yeah. Most guys don't even have one good friend. Yeah. So how can I develop my friendships? Because when I'm 50, this is what I want. I want to do an epic trip. Yeah. I want to do an epic trip with my eight best friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you can just, you can do that in any area of life. You can do that with your fitness journey. You can do it with your health and nutrition. You can do that with your renovation projects at your home. You can do that with your business. Uh, but I think we get so tricked and so distracted by the shiny things of today by like the latest Instagram algorithm or like whatever, like the president happens to be doing or whatever, like hurricane is coming through, like whatever's going on in your life right now, my, my challenge to you is to look towards the future. And, uh, and, and then like the morbid version of this is to number your days. Yeah. Uh, numbering your days, right? Teach us to number our days so we'll gain a heart of wisdom. That's what I want to do. I want to have a heart of wisdom that I can look at it and I say, you know what? Okay, my grandfather my, on, on both sides lived till about 85. So let's say I have to 85. Well, what does that mean? That means I have 44 years left. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, so what does that mean for the way I show up for people? What does that mean for my fa- finances? What does that mean for um, the different, the ways that I can better serve Julie? You know, and, and so that's the life mapping exercise and, and believe it has the power to change your life. Yeah. I, I think it, it's so important. I mean, I've done these kinds of things. I mean, back when I was, I used to be a homeschooler and I would be that mom who did that same sort of thing. Like, okay, what grades will my kids be in each year? Like, how much time do I have? And I think about it even now, like I joke with my friends, like if I'm still single, my four-year-old graduates, like I'm moving to Paris. Like what do I need to do to make that happen? You know, and that's kind of a pipe dream, you know, but I think that there are so many things in our lives that if we take a little bit of that end view of life, yeah. They, it really does change what we're doing today. It makes you be able to see a little bit more clearly what is actually going to move the needle instead of, like you're saying, those daily tasks that you just got get caught up in, which, I mean, a lot of those right. things are valid and they have to be done, but right. how can you utilize your time better so that you're doing things that make a bigger impact? And you talk about creating goals by actually researching them and finding like a daily habit to change you know what's eventually going to happen which i thought was a really interesting way of setting goals and and obviously like you talk about long-term things like where do you want to be in 10 years okay do your research what do you need to be doing now would you talk about that a little bit more because it's just like a little snippet in the book but i thought it was so interesting oh thanks and thanks for picking up on that you know just i mean Come on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta call you out on that last statement. Like one day, I heard one day. Come on, Mackenzie. Yeah. I heard, I heard. If I'm still single, I'll move to Paris. Two things. Number one is, um, it, at, at the risk of of alienating every single person listening, <laughs> I, I think strate- you can be strategic about about that situation, uh, yeah. single or not, right? I, I think that there are things that you can do that would better position yourself for the kind of life that you want to live. Yeah, that's about as far as I'll go on that. But I'm just yeah. saying that there are ways to get what you want, right? There are ways yeah. to, um, I'm not a dating advice guy, but, <laughs> I have, but I have helped clients in getting the, getting the relationships figured out. If you know what you're looking for, then who can you be to show up to where you need to be in order to meet the person that you want to connect with? Like, and, and so it's not haphazard. I work with a lot of faith-based people. I'm a faith-based person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so much of it is like, let's just 
it's sort of like it's like a message in the bottle in the middle of the ocean and you're yeah. just that god will somehow like point you in the right direction god doesn't talk about that at all in the bible it's yeah. so strategic it's you know and and so let's use our brains you know about like how can we apply this to ourselves like to our actual lives because that's what we need to do for our kids every day. We don't, we don't accidentally open the fridge every morning and say, what am I going to feed the kids? Like we have to have a plan if we want them to have the kind of health that we want our kids to have. And it applies to our lives as well. You know, if, we, yeah. if you want to move to Paris, when? Like what day? Who, who yeah. do you that moved to Paris? Can you, can you research and, and start putting some seeds together so that Paris doesn't become, it's not a dream, but it's an actual thing that, that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I've started taking French. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> To start, it's, yeah, that's awesome. It's something, it's something. I love it. Yeah, you know, that's actually that's actually one of our goals. I, I haven't never stated this publicly, but I, I shared this with Julie maybe a, a few months ago, and I said, you know, it'd be amazing is if if we took three months, three or four months, you know, but sometime like maybe a summer in three years from now, and we moved to Paris for three months. Wow, yeah. So that's that's even there. That's a little bit more specific, right? So that's yeah. 2022 that we would spend three months in Paris. Okay, so what are the obstacles to getting there? Well, number one is like, what's the housing situation? Okay, Airbnb, boom, solved it. Okay, so yeah. what's it gonna cost? Okay, it's gonna cost this, so how can we start saving towards that? Okay, what are we gonna do there? Well, she started looking at places for kids. Okay, that's awesome. Now, what do I need to do in my business in order to be able to leave for three months? Oh, that's where the blocks happen. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. I think the reason we say someday is because there's something in our life that we feel is blocking it from becoming a plan. Instead, we call it a dream. In yeah. order to take a dream and make it a plan, it needs to have a deadline. It needs to be on a calendar. We did have answering your question. We need to have daily habits that are leading to this. So for example, like my goal is to have a best-selling book, but I didn't start with like one day I'd like to have a best-selling book, you know, like, no, I have a very clear goal and I had to take action every single day to make it happen. And so for you moms right now, listen, I know this is sounding a little tough love, you know, big brother, <laughs> but Hey, I'm, I'm on your team right? I'm on your team. I'm on your side. I care about you. And I want you to know, you can just take a look at the evidence and say, okay, what, what got me here is the, are these habits. This is how I got here. This, I, the last year of my life. Okay. Look at it this way. The last year of my life was spent getting to exactly where I am. Now that's positive and negative, but I know often moms can focus on the mom guilt and the negative, right? Yeah. So you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, I don't, uh, I don't like, you know, well, yeah. the last year of your life got you to where you are right now. And in the yeah. same way, I look at my bank account, the last year of my life got me to where I am right now. So pause, think about what you want it to be in a year from now, and then think what little thing can I change in order for this to look different in a year? You won't see results for a while, mm -hmm. but, but you can keep focusing on that future uh, to, to know that over time, things grow. It just happens yeah. over time. Yeah. And it is like, I have shared a little bit with my community, especially if they follow me on Instagram. This is such a silly thing. But my son, who is now 13, last summer when he was 12, he started doing 20 push-ups a day, which you're like, you're a 12-year-old. Is that going to make it. any difference to your little body? You know, like it's 20 push-ups a day. But you know what? After a few months, that kid was looking ripped. And I was like, awesome. I started thinking, well, if I had started just doing 20 push-ups a day, what, how different could my body be? Or what could I have, like, it, and it wasn't like you're saying, it wasn't that immediate, oh, the next day he looked like he had totally, you know, been working right. out forever. But yeah. that little thing that he did every single day really did culminate in something pretty amazing. Like this kid is very fit for now being, you know, 13. It's like, I didn't know a 13 year old could look like that. And it was so, just from doing a few push-ups a day. And so it was a relatively simple thing, but over yeah. the long term, really made a big difference. So good. You know, this yeah. something really similar happened happened to me in my life. We were about to have our second kid and I was in a job that was really, really hard. I was I was running the school and and you know, I had some administrative changes and some teachers that had some challenges and and uh, difficult issues with the with the board. I mean it was it was a tough time. It was it yeah. was a tough season of of uh, career and of and of life. You know, pregnancy is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so all that, and I, I, I read some book or listened to some podcasts and it talked about, you know, when, when you're feeling kind of down, the best thing to do is to start expressing gratitude. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, that sounds dumb, but I'll try it, right? So I got a journal like from like TJ Maxx, like, like, a, yeah. like an $8 journal. And I committed every day 
that when I arrive to the office um, in the parking lot, before I get out of the car, I'm going to write just a sentence to Julie, to my wife, saying what, what I'm noticing, like why I'm thankful for her. Like what's one thing that I could say, you're doing a great job or thank you for this thing. Because here's the thing, I knew every day I would have to go to work, every day I have to park my car, and so every day I can fill up this little journal. Even if I'm having a busy day, it takes like five seconds. You yeah. know? And that's what you do, you make it a habit. So yeah. made it a habit, beginning of the school year, and, uh, and from the beginning of school year, which was August, all the way through Thanksgiving, I wrote just a, sometimes it was a page, most days it was like two sentences. Hey, yeah. thanks for helping me get my lunch together. Thanks for that nice text message you sent me. Thanks for that note. You know, thanks for staying up late with the kid who was sick. You know, like just thank, thank you, thank you. And at Thanksgiving, I gave her this journal. Oh, it's just like that's the thing, ladies, right? Like that's the thing. You, yeah, you can change anything in your situation. You know, you you can change your relationship. Even even if you're going through a tough time, because you, you shared you're going through a tough time. Even that situation. So so that's the thing, and that's what this book is about. Start with your people. It's mm-hmm. the daily decision. And here's the thing. It's not a decision you make for other people. It's a decision you make for yourself. Yes. Like I, I wasn't expecting, right? I wasn't expecting Julie to change. Okay. Yeah. I, I needed to change. And the way for me to change was to start by expressing appreciation. Mm-hmm. So I started doing this. She didn't even know I was doing this, right? Yeah. But guess what? Our relationship got better. Even before I gave her the journal, she didn't even know about sure. the journal. Yeah. But I started noticing things I was grateful for. I started vocalizing them because I was going to write them down anyway. I might as well say them to her too. Yeah. And the whole point of that journal wasn't the journal, right? It yeah. was who is Brian and how am I showing up? And so for many of you right now, listen, I've, I worked with kids for 14 years as a, as a teacher. Like you might have a really difficult situation with one of your, one of your kids. You know, maybe, maybe they're in the teen years. I've worked with teenagers for years. Maybe they're, they're little you know, and, and maybe there's this one thing that they do that just annoys you <laughs> and you wish they would just change. But what if you could flip it around? You know, it's, the, it's that old Einstein quote, right? If we, if we um, evaluated a fish by its ability yeah. to climb a tree, we'd think it's stupid. Yeah. You know, and what if you just every day said to your kid before they got on the bus or right when they got home or before they go to bed, you just said, I love you and I'm proud of you. Just those three things, right? I like, yeah. And I try to say this to my son, every, my three kids every night, like, I love yeah. you. You are, you, man, you were good at shooting that basketball today. That was amazing. And I'm really proud of you. And that's it. And think about the compound effect, just like your son's push-ups. The compound effect of that over the course of a year or five years or 10 years, it, it's going to change generations. Yeah, you hope so. <laughs> you hope so. I, I have that, that one kid. And even just yesterday, I was taking him back to his dad and I knew he was heading back to his first day of school today. And it was like, you know, I know you, you don't think you want to hear it, but I'm going to be the one to tell you, like, I'm proud of you and you have amazing potential and you can do amazing things this year and you yeah. can make friends and you're smart. And, and then I maybe broke out into a little bit of song because I have a musical theater background. <laughs> he did a lot of rolling of the eyes, but you know what? I, I was like, I don't care. That's my job. I'm your mom. I'm going to keep telling you I'm the one who believes in you and that I know you could do this. He's like, yeah, yeah. You know, but you hope even when their response is, yeah, yeah, that they're, they're getting it in there, you know? That's right. Ladies, you should probably know by now that I love beauty products. I'm a big fan of getting new beauty things. However, sometimes when you go into a beauty store, the salespeople could be really pushy or they just don't understand the exact needs that your skin has or what you're looking for. And sometimes you just want to give things a try before committing to buying the whole thing. The fact is shopping for fun stuff like beauty products isn't always so fun. You're either scrolling through a website where you can't even get a feel for the product or you're being approached by three salespeople when you're just trying to find a clean tester. That's why I love Birchbox. It's a new way to buy beauty. Birchbox makes it easy and convenient and fun to discover new products and buy full-size versions of the samples that you actually love. And you earn loyalty points while you're at it. 
Your Birchbox is a fun treat every month and you can really experience the products with deluxe and travel size samples. It's not just those single use packets that you can get in the store or like one little pump. You actually get enough product to get a really good feel for how it works for you. And it's great for everyone, even those who are intimidated or just busy because you fill out a beauty profile and they're gonna send you things that are actually customized to you. And it's super fun because Birchbox works with over 500 prestige brands that offer something for every hair type, skin concern, and lifestyle. You fill out that beauty profile, they'll send products curated for you that you are going to love. I have found some of my favorite products by using Birchbox, and the companies that they work with are awesome. Companies like Tarte, Wander Beauty, Kiehl's, Sunday Riley, Living Proof, companies that we've heard of, used other products from, and really want to try more of. So if this sounds like fun to you, head to birchbox.com lovely to get started with Birchbox and get $5 off when you use the promo code lovely. That's promo code lovely at birchbox.com lovely for $5 off your first box. Birchbox.com lovely. What you're saying, the, you're kind of hitting on one of the points from what you talk about with leveling up, like taking responsibility that you have to be the one to say, you know, it's, you're not trying to change anybody else. It's your, what you're doing. And then I loved your other two points too, which were ask for help and take action on what you're learning. Those are, that's so, that's, I love that. <laughs> I just love okay. that. that. It's whole. hard. It is for yeah. anything you're doing in your life. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's one thing I've already said. So like you could pause right now. There's one thing that I've said that if you paused and you were to write it down, you would say, you know what, I'm going to do that one thing. Like we've already like Mackenzie and I have shared like so many different ideas already in this one episode. Yeah. And I'm sure with all the different things that they've learned from you over, you know, the course of you having this show, like what if you were to pause and go do that thing? and make it part of your daily agenda. And maybe it's the life mapping exercise, maybe it's a gratitude journal, maybe it's a morning routine. Like think about the effect that that would have. Because, because ideas are really worth zero, right? Ideas, yeah. you know, Derek Sivers says, um, ideas are worth a dollar, execution is the multiplier. Yeah. Like actually taking action is what will get you the results. So if you're in a marriage that you hate right now, what if you just started noticing like one thing, like not the things he's not doing, but the one thing he did do. Mm -hmm. Now we have a neighbor who's going through a tough marriage right now. My advice to her was when he comes home, just say, thanks for going to work today. Yeah. Period. That's yeah. it. And not get into it. Just say, thanks for going to work today. Because here's the thing. We all play into these scripts, right? Mm -hmm. We play into these scripts of like, well, you know, cause we judge ourselves based on our intentions and others on their actions. And so we start to assume that because they didn't take action that they have these negative intentions. That's not necessarily true. We don't know. I have no idea what's inside the mind of Julie. I, I never will, cause I'm not yeah. her. But what I do know is I can say, thank you so much for X, right? Thanks for this one specific thing mm -hmm. and making that a daily habit. And that can be the foundation of a new relationship. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And this, that kind of moves into like, I mean, you're talking about all with this book is, so you talk about showing up and serving yes. and how that can so drastically change things and it can create new opportunities. And I have recently had a similar experience where you're just like showing up to serve and then it can turn into something else. You know, over the last couple of years in my daughter's ballet studio, I've helped backstage and I've talked to, you know, her teacher who runs the studio. And over time, it got to a place where her teacher realized like, oh, I have all this stage background and theater background. And I could be someone who could really come alongside her in her business, take some of these things off of her because I'm also good with organization. So kind of help restructure her studio and be the person who helps with, you know, running backstage and that sort of thing. And in exchange, I'm getting my daughters to be able to do ballet this year. Love it. And it was one of those things where I it took a few years of having to show up and just be there to volunteer and serve before she realized like, oh, this girl's got what I'm looking for, what I need help with. And, but it, it didn't come out of it. Like I didn't start doing that because, oh, I wanted to take over and, you know, help her restructure her studio. It just came from, I really love this you know, this teacher. I really love the studio. I, I love my daughters being able to be a part of this. 
I want to, I want to be a part of it too, however I can, just like serving there. And it's, it's turned into something so much more. And I think, you know, you talk about that in your book, just showing up and serving can, can change things. Oh, absolutely. It's, I think it's the best way to get what we really want is to just look around and, and see what's broken. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, we just got to, we have, we have a new principal at our school and there are different opinions, right? Some people think he's awesome. Some people really struggle. Um, What's the answer? The answer is go fix what's broken. What's one thing at the school that you could go show up and serve? Like what's one thing that you can go fix? Because what happens is people start to notice, right? People start to pay Mm -hmm. attention to, wow, look, she cares. She shows up for, you know, morning duty or for, for the lunch, a lunch helper, or, Mm -hmm. you know, there was this, you know, I work with a lot of creatives. And so maybe there's like a graphic design thing you could help with. You could help, you know, redo the newsletter. So it's not so ugly. Yeah. You know, there's something that you can do and showing up and serve often what happens is it, is it gets you a seat at the table. It it gives you an opportunity to actually speak into that person's life and to have a position of influence. Um, but because the reality is people do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? We've probably Mm -hmm. heard this hundreds of times. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. For moms, people take advice from people they know, like, and trust. Invite you in when they know, like, and trust you. And so, Mackenzie, that's what you did with with the ballet situation. Mom's listening right now. If there's something that frustrates you as you look around, what could you do to make that situation better? And often you are the solution. You know, we need each other. You can be the solution to your, to the thing that you're really struggling with. And so just notice what's broken. And here's the fun part. Let's say, let's say you walk into um, a PTA night as an example, Mm -hmm. you walk in the room and, uh, and look for one thing that's broken, right? One thing that needs fixing. What I see is very different than what's, what Julie's going to see. Sure. You know, Julie will notice the, uh, the atmosphere, like she can feel it, right? Mm-hmm. Notice, oh, the refreshments are off and, and the lighting's a little too bright and, and there's no background music and, and uh, parents didn't have a, a, a path. Like they didn't know, do they sign in now or do they sign in later? Like they didn't have a plan. Julie notices all that. You know what I notice? I notice the clock that's missing a battery. And <laughs> kids are checking the clock all day long and it's been a long time. So guess that's what I so can cool. do? I can, I can walk up there, not in the middle of the meeting, but I can walk up, uh, stand on a chair, flip, take the clock off the wall, flip it around, look at what kind of battery it is, go get that battery, bring it the next day, and now that problem's solved. There's yeah. something you can do to solve something that's broken in your life right now. Yeah. Oh, that's such great advice. And it makes such a big impact. And I mean, your, your book is just full. I mean, there, there were so many little things. It was just like a paragraph. I was like, oh my gosh, that's just so wise. So I think it's a really valuable book that we can all glean a lot from. And I'm really glad you wrote it. So It was not easy. I bet. <laughs> not easy. And listen, I'm not throwing stones here, right? Like I, I, these things, it's aspirational, right? Yeah. I, I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father. I want to be a better business leader. So this book is all about how do we do that for our people today? Mm-hmm. And if there's one little paragraph that would help you, that's what, it, for me, that's what it's all about. So I'm, I'm excited about that's that. Awesome. I'd, I'd love your listeners to pick up a copy and yeah. get one thing that can change because that's what makes the difference. Yeah, totally. And this is on shelves September 10th, correct? Oh yeah. By the time you guys listen to this, it's now yep. available. We have the audio version. I got to go to Nashville and record oh, it, which was fun. really fun. So, yeah. you know, for those busy moms, you totally. know, listening to it in the car, uh, would, would be the solution. Um, but yeah, I'd love you to pick it up. Start, start with your people is the name of the book. Uh, we still have bonuses available. If you go to start with your the life map exercise that you mentioned, Mackenzie actually did a behind the scenes video where I walk you through that whole process. Oh, Awesome. Can do video in a book. So uh, if you yeah. get the book at the at startwithyourpeople.com, um, you can buy it on Amazon or whatever. But there's a way to 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 get those bonuses, and that would uh, that would walk you through that exercise. Great, and we will have links to all of that stuff in our show notes, so people will be able to find it really easily. Love it. Okay, so wrapping up, Brian, what does a typical day look like for you? Oh, a typical day. <laughs> typical. If there day. is one. Yeah, it it has to start earlier than than my kids waking up. So yeah. so this oh, you guys are gonna hate me and, and stop listening to everything I say. <laughs> I was up at four thirty this morning. Oh, yeah, because yeah. wow. I'm doing a little spiritual challenge thing, and I I need an hour. I need an yeah. hour with God. Wow. But 
Okay, so that that was the beginning, four thirty yeah. to five thirty. Uh, five thirty to six was uh, was journal and, and planning the day. Um, I I woke up my kids at six, um, got them ready. Uh, they get on the bus at six fifty two, so wow. 50, 52 minutes of kid time. Uh, and then I'm doing this fitness challenge thing, so I did my my workout. I took uh, my youngest, who's still home because he's only three. Uh, took him to the UPS store to drop off uh, books, and then I hopped on this podcast interview. So that's <laughs> So think about that, right? That in just the morning, like what yeah. I was able to do is probably more than most people in a day. It's yeah. just in the morning. But yeah. the, here's the thing. I had to go to bed at 10. Yeah. Like you can't scroll Instagram and check Netflix until 1130 at night because you can't wake yeah. up that early if you're doing that. Yeah. That's, that's the transition I'm going through right now is like, okay, I got to be getting up even earlier and getting more done. Like I'm West coast. So yeah. I've been doing this interview at 6am. Like Love you it. just got to yeah. show up and do it, you know? Yeah. Okay. What is one way you are currently cultivating loveliness in your life? Oh, I, I love that question. I think there's a few, there's a few ways to, to look at that, but I'd say just, I've got this espresso machine that I love and just to press the button and what I've decided is instead of like running away and waiting until it's done and then coming and then coming back is I just press that button and I just watch it. <laughs> just, yeah. I know it's so weird, but like, I love like seeing, cause I, I use a glass uh, mug yeah. and I love seeing the, the water drip and the espresso being made. Yeah. And I, I use that moment cause it takes like 32 seconds, right? I use those 32 seconds to take three deep breaths and just to be grateful. And there that's, that's something I see as, as lovely. Yeah. And there's something mesmerizing about watching espresso come out of the machine. There That's really true. is. That's it's, true. It's legitimate. <laughs> well, I usually answer this question too. And I actually just like wrote this down last night as I was preparing for this interview. And then it totally fits. Like, I don't know if I did I subconsciously do this on purpose? But I, especially as we're transitioning back into the school year, I am working on really honing in my routines to be making the most of my day. So really getting our evenings together and, you know, by the end of summer, things kind of come off the rails a little bit. And yeah, so yeah. it's like really getting things back together and making the most of my mornings and my evenings so that I can have like the best days possible and really be feeling like I'm being productive. So that's, that's, it's something small, but like actually writing down, okay, this is what I'm going to do in the morning. And even like health wise and that sort of thing has been a really good adjustment for me. So. Love it. Love it. Okay. Are you ready for my stock questions? I'm so excited. Okay. These I'm trying, I'm like panicking, looking through them. Like, are any of them female centric, but I think we'll be okay. <laughs> okay. So do you prefer candles or essential oil diffuser? Essential oils. Okay. Cloth napkins or paper? Oh, that's a good one. I, I have to go with paper just because I use too many. I know that's okay. so bad. <laughs> no, it happens, especially yes. when you have kids. Okay. City or country? I love the city, but okay. I live in the country. <laughs> okay. Paper or digital? Oh, I still love paper. Okay. Shopping. Would you rather do it online or in the store? I want to, I'm going to find it in the store and then I want to buy it online. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's four o'clock or whatever time you're making dinner and you need a mental break. Do you listen to a podcast or music? Music. Okay. And what kind of music would you listen to? You know, we have Alexa at our house. Okay. And so usually the, the kids are picking it. So right now they're in, they're in the Secret Life of Pets 2 soundtrack. Ah, okay. <laughs> Which I, isn't bad. I got to say. It isn't bad. Yeah. And then they were, they were on Lego Movie 2 forever. Oh. I'm so glad they've moved on past <laughs> yeah. that that soundtrack. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Chocolate. Do you prefer milk or dark? Oh, dark chocolate. Okay. Sports or no sports? No sports. Okay. Live broadcasting. Would you rather broadcast or watch? Ooh, broadcast. Okay. I was going to say for three, I'd be really surprised if you answered that question differently. <laughs> right. Okay. What is your favorite movie? Oh, there's so many of them. Um, but I think, I think my favorite one's the, the, the family man. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, Nicolas Cage and Tay Leone. So good. Because you get to choose who you want to be. That's yeah. what that movie's all about. Yeah. And it, it really, that, that's a start with your people movie. Like you yeah. get to start with your people. Yeah. And he really gets to experience what it was like. Oh, so, so he good. can make different choices. Oh, that's such a good one. Okay. 
If you were to put yourself on the crunchiness spectrum or like how natural you are, zero is totally not crunchy and 10 is like singing Kumbaya by the fire with dreadlocks in your hair, where <laughs> would you be on the spectrum? Uh, just over the line, probably like a six. All right. That's a great answer. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was so good to have you on today, Brian. Thank you so much for meeting me. I think you've got a lot of wisdom packed into your book and I hope it does really well. Thanks, Mackenzie. And listen, guys, if there's something that I said today that, that resonated with you or you, you have a question, just, just send me a direct message on Instagram. Like, I'm, I'm here to support you. I know we went fast and we covered a ton of yeah. things. So if there's something I need to clarify or any encouragement I can give you, just send me a message. Feel free to reach out. I'm, I'm really here to support you and help you start with your people. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Thanks for having me. Yep. Bye. All right, ladies, that's it for this week's episode with Brian Dixon. If you'd like to get a copy of his book or if you've just never checked out our show notes before, you can go to boldturquoise.com slash 133. I recently had a friend who went to my show notes for the first time and was like, oh my gosh, those were so helpful. I didn't have to try to scribble things down from the episode. You had everything right there. That's right. Kiel, who is my podcast manager, does an amazing job of giving a synopsis of the show and links to everything that you could be looking for. So check them out, boldturquoise.com slash 133. And again, if you want to go a little bit deeper, you want to have conversations with other ladies who are listening to the show and trying to cultivate loveliness in their life, you're probably going to want to head over and join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. We would absolutely love to see you there. See you at the morning show every single morning. It's a great way to jumpstart your day. And I would just love to get to know you better. Of course, I always love when you reach out to me on Instagram. It is one of my most favorite places to be on the internet. So join me over there at Mackenzie Coppa. And if you haven't left your rating and review in iTunes yet, ladies, I just got to say, I know I talk about it every week, but it really makes such a difference to the show, especially at the beginning of the year. People are driving around more. They're more in their cars. They're listening to podcasts and they might be looking for something new. Well, if you go and rate and review the show, iTunes is more likely to recommend it to other people. And that makes a huge difference. So I would just be so grateful if you left a review on iTunes. Five stars would be great. Just leave a little blurb about what you think about the show and it would make a really big difference. Thank you to all of you who have done that and for all of you who are about to. All right, I think that's it for now. But until next week, go be bold and gracious. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.